Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome back to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. My name is Dan Carson, and I'm thrilled that you have joined us as we continue the conversation about student ministry. Well, we are at the end of 2023. Now, I know podcasts are crazy things. You may be listening to this in the summer, but just know that's kind of where we're at, what's happening right now as our thinking is going, and we're looking at what about the next year? What do we need to look back at? What do we need to look forward to? And so we're going to take some time today thinking about, well, just stuff you need to think about at the end of the year. This may be helpful if you're new to ministry and haven't gone through this season many times, or it may be a great reminder if you've been in ministry forever like me. And so I'm just thrilled that uh, you're here with us today, and I'm thrilled that I've got my co-host, Chris Vines. Dan, it's good to be here, man. I love this time of year. Any particular reason? I just I love the jingle bells and I love the the Batman smells and, and Batman smells yes I love <laughs> I love it all man I do I, I mean this is just uh, you know I recognize that the holidays are not an easy time of year for a lot of people you know for just various reasons I get that and uh, and I sympathize very much with those and people in our church as well but I I just love the feels I love the nostalgia I love the Christmas movies and you know the the traditions that we get to have as as a family and uh, and as a as our a faith family. Uh, so I just I do I love this time of year uh, for all sorts of reasons. But also uh, I like the anticipation that comes with with the new year. You know, and just if you're a if you're a planner like me, um, sometimes that just kind of gets that gets you going. It gets you excited to think about <laughs> man, got a fresh start. Here we go. Got my my fresh planner and calendar ready to ready to. to attack the world, so to speak. So anyway. I do like the Christmas stuff. Uh, For many years, I was bivocational and it was a hard time. I would work six days a week at my secular job and then I was pastoring a church. And so I was working nonstop for six weeks. And my wife was not a happy camper during that period, mainly because we had two small children in the house and it was difficult for her. And She was right to be upset because it was just hard. But since that time, I've had a chance to grow in my love again for the holidays and even recently had an opportunity to enjoy uh, a concert that I was a part of. And so it just kind of, I'm in the Christmas mood. I'm ready to watch some Christmas movies and eat some Christmas cookies and, you know, all of that. But I do, like you, I like to think about the new year And what do we need to do and what do we need to change? And so that's what we're going to focus in on today. We're going to spend some time looking at those things. And so we just want to encourage you to, you know, just think about that. Spend some time looking at what is going to be different and what, well, what your year was like before that. But before we get to any of that conversation, I do want to highlight our um, our podcast partner, Central Baptist College of Conway. They are challenging, engaging, and inspiring, and they're wrapping up their 
um, their fall semester. In fact, this year, by the time this airs, my daughter will be a graduate of Central Baptist College. And man, we are excited about that. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> I know she is, and she's already got a job. She's It's fantastic. She's a go-getter. She's going to end up with two degrees from Central Baptist College. Um, just fantastic. We had a chance to go down to the final Christmas concert um, that she was going to be a part of with the CBC Music Department, and um, she was honored and just, it's been been such a thrill for her to be at that school. So if you have questions about CBC, you can contact me at info at studentministrymatters.com. I am a alumni. Chris is an alumni as well. But um, you can also just go to cbc.edu, and they can get you connected and how you can check them out. It's a great way to do those things. Well, again, we want to take some time. Uh, talking about questions to think about, or not necessarily even questions, but stuff you need to think about at the end of the year as you move into the next year. Now, for some of us, this is a little bit different. You may be thinking about these things at the end of what some call a church year. During August, you're leading into the new year, um, and that's how your church operates. Uh, but as Chris and I talked before we started recording, we realized that both of our churches operate more in this mindset of, here we go, our calendar year is our budget year. Um, and so that may shape when you do some of this evaluation and some of the things that you look at. But for many of us, because we're dealing with school and we're dealing with students, we have to think in terms of fall, spring, summer. <laughs> and we go through that cycle every single year. And so the end of the year provides an op- or opportunity, the end of 2023 or 2030 when you listen to this. I don't know when you'll be listening to it. Uh, but it's a time for you to think about some things and to look at and go, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to think about as I look at the end of this year, look at the beginning of the next. And so we've got a, a small list, some things that we want to talk about. And so let's just kind of kick off that that conversation. Chris, what are you thinking about at the end of the year as you look into the new one? Yeah. So, um, man, what a what a big question. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah, about I a lot, but you know, here's the thing, Dan, I just, before I launch into answering just that particular question, it's very likely that those of you who are listening to this at, like Dan said, at, at whatever point, um, if you're listening to it at the end of a, of a year that, you know, sometimes we come into the end of the year with some vitality and with some, some momentum and with some anticipation for, uh, the new year. But then listen, you know, I've, I've been in ministry now, um, been blessed to be at, at this church for almost 10 years and it's not always the same. Uh, I can say just honestly that, I mean, especially like around 2020, 2021, when COVID was, you know, uh, just hot and heavy, you know, I came, I came to the end of that year. I don't even know if it was on fumes. It was <laughs> the, the fumes of fumes. Yeah. I mean, no, definitely. And, and so it's like, you know, thinking and planning and uh, for the new year, especially in the midst of uncertainty and all that, I mean, it was just hard. And so I just want to, I just want to first say that, you know, uh, and be respectful of if you're listening to this and I mean, you're coming, it's just been a hard year for you. Maybe it's been a hard last quarter, last season. Don't beat yourself up for maybe not knowing exactly all the details and having it all figured out. 
at this point. That's okay. You, you've got time. And, uh, and so what we want to do today is just try to ask some good questions and, and maybe spark some uh, momentum within your own thinking uh, to be able to make, make some good choices for, for your church and for your families and for your youth group in, in the days ahead. And so one of the first things that, that helps me uh, whenever I am thinking about a task, a project, or something like this, just in the new year in terms of ministry and what needs to be done and what I want to do and what the church is doing, all this kind of stuff, is, um, is, is a mind dump, right? So maybe you've heard this term before, but uh, I, I like to get a blank piece of paper. Maybe it's a notebook that I, you know, and I just start, I, I just try to just think myself clear. And I think about all this and I just write it down. Like here's some projects, here's some events, and here's some things that are coming up. Here's the things that I know that are on the calendar. I just, and I just, again, I don't try to focus on any one thing. I just write it all down and I just try to get it all out there in front of me. And, and that helps me then to, to see it and to, uh, and to begin to process, okay, all right, what is this? And do I want to keep it? What do I need to do with mm-hmm. it? All that sort of thing. So um, kind of a first step before we launch into any kind of particular, I would just encourage you, find some time during this season. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's over the, the holiday. I, I wouldn't do it like on Christmas Day or anything, but like maybe that week between Christmas and New Year's or, you know, um, maybe that's a busy time for you. Maybe you already have something going then. Maybe right after the New Year, just, just sit down with a, a blank piece of paper and just write it all out. Just get your mind clear and, and I really find that in one way therapeutic because it allows me to um, almost kind of do a, a reset in my head. It's almost like when you when you get your inbox to zero, your email inbox to zero. By the way, if you've never done that, man, what a feeling that is if you ever get your inbox to zero. <laughs> so maybe that's something you want to do. It's like, you know, so it just kind of gets all that clutter out of your head and onto a piece of paper. And then you're able just to Okay, whew, I can sit back and and drink some coffee and say, okay, I did something, right? Because <laughs> that really is doing something, all right. But anyway, uh, where I kind of start then is just thinking about events and projects. But Dan, what about you? Do you like that idea? Uh, do you do something similar? Where, where what would you well, say? I want to ask a question, um, and just to make sure that that I'm clear, so I'm understanding. Uh, are you talking about writing those things that you have experienced down or hmm. things that you are looking forward to? Yeah, good. No, I appreciate that question. Uh, I think it can be what I'm thinking about specifically is all the things that are um, upcoming in the new year. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, or that thing like ministry related items, things that either I, I, you know, we as a group want to do. So that might be an event, a project, a trip. Um, it, it, and so, or it might be just, it could be something that's just like a, you know, different tasks that I haven't got to yet that need to be done. So it might mean, it might be, you know, I need to, I need to clean our youth room. I need to clean our youth building. Yeah. I want to, I want to hang a new TV. I want to, I want to do this, you know, you know, just all this stuff that would kind of occupy my mind space, right, right. you know, that would, that would move into the new year with me. Uh, I, I want to try to get that down on a piece of paper and, and just kind of dump it out of my head and because because then I can start I can start sorting it, you know, um, because a lot of the a lot of the things that occupy my like, you know, I might realize, hey, I, I want to put a TV up on that wall. But then I might realize I don't really need a TV up on that wall. So I can just throw that out with the trash, you know, right, um, right. that sort of stuff. But, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking about. 
here is something to consider. Uh, and I, I love that idea. I've done something similar to that. You take a whiteboard and you just start writing all these things down so you can visually see this big list. And like you're right, some of those things eh, you don't need. Uh, some of those things you may not have the budget for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have that gives you a starting place. I mean, honestly, one of my favorite things about being at Temple Church in Rogers is that we had a dry erase calendar. I love that thing. I mean, I know it's so old school, but yeah. you could put things on there and go, okay, that's coming up. And I see it. It was visual. And so on a piece of paper, I would recommend doing the other thing as well, because I don't think that we spend enough time celebrating what has happened. And so maybe even before or after, it doesn't really matter, but just take some time and to look back and to say, okay, these things worked really well, or these things didn't. But just writing down a list of what did we do in our student ministry? Because, you know, like during 2020 and some of these other hard years, it was like, well, we didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's not a bad thing. It's just a simple point of evaluation. Yeah. And so, you know, let me let me ask before we go more further into our con- uh, our conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, what are some good things that happened to you and your ministry and family this past year? You know, it, it, we yeah. want to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I would say uh, I could probably say three quick things. Um, one, uh, my youngest son, Elliot, uh, received Christ as his Ooh, that's Savior. A yeah. um, and and kind of with that, I, I was able to lead him to the Lord. Oh. That was back in May. And then both of my sons followed the Lord uh, in baptism. Uh, they they uh, made that step of obedience. Yeah. And, and I was able to baptize b- baptize them. Uh, and so that's that's one and two for sure. And then I hope my wife isn't listening to this and, and get upset that I, I'm because there's a lot of things I'm thankful for her. I mean, let's just <laughs> let's just blanket statement that right. Like I love her I and love I'm thankful. Yes, I'm yeah. thankful for her. She's she's there. Uh, but kind of a, an unexpected something on my plate that that I'm I'm very thankful for is I'm actually getting to coach basketball this year. Oh um, yeah, I'm, I'm around. Uh, I'm t- I'm coaching JV ball and some elementary ball and. Uh, I, I love basketball, and so that's that's been that's been fun. Uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying being around those guys and just having having those relationships built uh, and and being able to blow a whistle. That's something I really love to do. So <laughs> that's fun. What about you, man? My celebration is I've already mentioned some of these things, but my daughter, by the time this airs, she will be a, a graduate of Central Baptist College, which is just great rejoicing in our home. Uh, both of my children will have been. Uh, will be done with their their bachelor's degrees. They have different ideas of when and what they might think about for their master's, but we just celebrate that. Uh, number two is I, I had the opportunity to be a part of a group called the Singing Men of Arkansas, yeah. and it's a lot of fun. It's I'm one of the young guys, which, okay, we've joked about my age before, but when I'm one of the young guys, that's an older group, and, but they, they sing hymns, patriotic music, Christmas music, just a lot of fun. Cool. Get to you know, scratch that musical itch that I have. And then I'm really thankful for what's been going on with our students. We don't have a large youth group. Uh, COVID kind of took care of that. Uh, but uh, one of the things that has been happening is they've been getting closer and just feeling that sense of group has just been a really cool thing. So again, take time to celebrate and share with somebody about what God is doing in your life, in your ministry. So take a few minutes, do the mind dump, but think about what has happened 
and look at the good things. And, you know, of course, you want to evaluate the things that didn't quite live up to expectations. Uh, but what Chris has shared and what we really need to ask is in this conversation is what is going to happen in the next year. And mm-hmm. so you start with that mind dump. You write all those events out. What else do we need to look at, Chris? Yeah, no, and I, I think that's a good way to, to you know, just separate these things is, I'm hearing those kids in the background, by the way, I'm getting a little distracted. So if you're, if you're new to the podcast, just listen, I work at a school and those kids are not locked <laughs> in my closet. Okay. They're just having recess. No, I, I think it is good to think in terms of, of review, right? So doing yeah. a mind up like you're talking. So review the year, um, maybe a, a, a term, uh, just, uh, some, some jargon that you haven't heard or have heard before is what we would call an after action review. And that's just asking good questions like, Hey, what worked this past year? Yep. What, what didn't yeah. work? Um, how can I plan better? How could I do this a little bit more efficiently? And, you know, and then what do I want to keep moving forward with? And and then that naturally just kind of flows into what we, what we're talking about here in terms of just vision casting and planning, planning ahead. And and even yeah. what I would say is goal setting, right? But this isn't, this isn't a, uh, an episode about setting goals as much as it is just thinking about the, what I would call the big stones that are coming up mm, in, the, yeah. in the new year. Yeah. Uh, and so where I start is, um, even though student ministry tends to be fairly automatic when it comes to um, events, what I mean by that is like you probably already, uh, if you've if you've been in this church in your church for a while, you probably already know. Okay, we're we're going to do that camp, or we're we're going to do some sort of camp, and it's going to be in this month. So you probably already know that that's coming. Right. You may have this conference that you always go to. You know, for us, we we go to SOAR and we love SOAR. And so that's that's kind of some big stones there. Um, but then but then some other things that you might be thinking about is like, OK, do we want to do a mission trip this year? Do do we want to have a retreat, you know, in the upcoming year? What does that look like? And, and some of those might already be automatic for you. Maybe you've already kind of set a tone and, and you've got a winter retreat or you have a spring retreat and, and all this kind of stuff. But that stuff is coming up. And so. Um, at this point in the year, you should start thinking about okay, what what are what are we going to do? Where are we, you know, in terms of event and travel as a youth group, and then just kind of reverse engineer that in terms of okay, well, what what is what is needed in each mm-hmm. one of those, and what can I start doing right now that would help um, make that easier as we get as we get into uh, into the new year. So. I'll just give you an example. You know, we have we have a winter retreat that's coming up in uh, in February. Now, if you if you want to do a winter retreat uh, in February, you're 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 going to have to rush. You're going to have to really really huff it if, if you're <laughs> going to try to do that. So I wouldn't necessarily try to. But we started planning this. I mean, I put it on our calendar back in um, in early September and and had it had an event ready and people could already sign up for it. So like. That that's just but but now at this point I'm gonna really start hitting the hitting the go button when it comes to the communication side of things where they're gonna see a lot more graphic, remind people, all this kind of thing. But you might be thinking, okay, well, I want to do something spring break, right? Well, again, reverse engineer that. Um, what's gonna what's it gonna be? Where's it gonna be? Who do you want to be there? How are they gonna sign up? Um, asking good questions um, like that. So that's where I would start is kind of these big stones in the upcoming year. And then just on each one of those, walk yourself back to where you are in the present uh, to begin thinking about what your next step is right now. And that can be for 
all your events. I mean, at camp, you have to think about signups. You have to think about financial deadlines, yep. um, SOAR or whatever other conference. You can even write these things out and be thinking about the fall. And that's probably the best thing to do is so that even if it's just a date on a calendar mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a date in this month that, okay, this is going to be happening. I need to think about it. And you can wait several months to to line out the details. But too often, we go and we don't think about it. And then I was like, oh, man, that would have been a great idea. Mm-hmm. And then it's too late. You know, like yep. like Chris was sharing, his, his retreat, his winter retreat is in February. And right now, if you want to have a winter retreat, that's probably too late and too short a time to cram everything together unless you are just a tiny group that can operate, you know, on the fly. Yeah. Um, you've got to think about things further out. And unfortunately, we've gotten a bad reputation as youth pastors, you know, as a whole, um, that we don't think about things. And so buck that trend, think about it and be intentional. And so take some time, do that mind dump. That's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. List out those things. Maybe it's a mission trip, camps, conferences. Are there any other big events that you might think of, Chris, that we've maybe missed? No, I mean, I think, um, I don't think of anything off the top of my head um, other than I might say um, with this, you know, with the kind of, when it comes to events, an, a kind of a, a secondary question I ask, and, and, and I, it probably should, it's probably not even secondary, but it's, uh, I'm assessing these events through the needs of our group and through the needs of our families. So, right. Um, so in other words, uh, I'll go ahead and say this. I was going to say this later, but I think this would be appropriate. You should ask the question, is this something that we need to do? Mm, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't just, don't just go into the new year doing something because it's just what you've always done. And, and so it, it might mean like, you know what, do, do we need to do that this year? Uh, I know people love camp and I love camp, but listen, you know, we also need to be people, I believe, and this is this comes from just you know deep conviction that we we take the gospel to the nations, and, and I think our kids need to be a part of that sort of mission. And so that might mean going on an out of state mission trip. It might mean going on an out of country, you know, on a foreign mission trip. But we also know that both camp mission trips, conference, all this costs money, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and I don't think not many of us are in a position to where our churches can just foot the bill for everything. And so you've got to start thinking about, okay, um, what, what's, what's needed in our church, what's needed within our families, what's needed within our, uh, our student ministry and those lives of our teenagers and what, what can our people afford? Right. I mean, so again, you yeah. need to start asking those questions now so that, you know, you're not having to, like Dan says, uh, make a, a really rushed decision or just an uninformed decision yeah. later. So, yeah. so yeah, I was just thinking those terms. So I, I, I didn't, I, I, I kind of got sidetracked, Dan, but one <laughs> other, you know, as far as events go, I would say, you know, maybe you want to host an event at your church in a, for a particular purpose. So like, I'll just go ahead and tell you, like one thing that I want to do in the next year for our people is I want to host a, what I, what's called a, a digital citizenship event. Right. Huh. And, and I want to bring somebody in to teach our people and our teenagers, our families, how to be good digital citizens. Uh, and so I'm trying to partner with a particular ministry and organization. But again, that that's not something that I can do in two weeks. That's something that has to be right. planned and and scheduled and 
paid for, that sort of thing. So think, think in those terms. That would be the other event type stuff I would probably put on people's brains. Yeah, uh, mission trips, local ministry opportunities, you know, the list kind of goes on. I mean, you could get out there and you could plan stuff every week for your students, but uh, you have to evaluate what they can afford, what they are capable of doing, and then what they are willing to doing are willing to do. Um, and so a lot of that, that thinking goes into that, those things. Mm-hmm. Now there are some other things that we of course want to think about. I think mm-hmm. one of the biggies is graduation, mm-hmm. this transition point that you're going to lose some students. Mm-hmm. Now you know, they, they may still be there in the community and they may still be there. Um, but what is that going to look like? I think this is a good time to think about it. Uh, for one thing, it's Christmas time. There are Christmas sales. This last year, I was telling Chris before we started recording that I actually went out and I found a great deal on the gift that I wanted to give to our graduate. And so I was able to save a lot of money on that. And so all it takes is a little foresight. And if you know for sure you've got these students that are going to be moving out at some point, you can end up getting them a really nice Bible for a really cheap price. A lot of things like that. What are some other things that we might be thinking about with graduation and graduates? Yeah. So I think one thing that helps me is that is, as I think about the people um, in my ministry, you know, what are, here are the questions I ask, what are the, what are some firsts that are coming up for them? Right. And then what are, what are some last that are coming up for them? So in other words, like for our senior class, for our seniors, they're about to come into their, their last spring semester mm. leading up to their graduation. So that means, I mean, for, for them in high school, like it's going to be their, it's going to be their last winter retreat. It's going to be their, their last spring break. It's going to be their last, um, you know, you fill in the blank. Yeah. And so yeah. that helps me then think about what do I want to do? How do I want to honor them? How do I want to gift them, you know, and their families? And then the same is true for what about first? Like I may have some, I may have like some seventh graders this year. This is their first winter retreat. This is their first, <laughs> you know, spring break in the, yeah. youth, in the youth yeah. ministry, you know, so how do I want to, how do I want to remember them? And so, yeah, I think, I think this time of year with sales going on, looking for whether that means resources in terms of books and that sort of stuff, or maybe it's just, Hey, going to the clearance aisle, you know, and, and getting something, just getting something cheap that would be fun to, to give away, uh, to oh, yeah. those, those kids or, Hey, listen, uh, this isn't, this is kind of a side note, but like, this is a great time. If you, if you have it in your budget and can afford it, go to the clearance aisle and, and rack up some stuff that, that would just be cheap, easy, fun, funny giveaways on Wednesday nights during, you know, an icebreaker, you know, or a game right. or something like that. So yeah, I, w- I would say all that should, should, should probably get our wheels turning in, in some ways. Thinking about the the new year. I know that even for me, uh, lately, I've been thinking about our student ministry workers retreat for 2024. And I know that's weird. If you're listening to this as the, these drop, that you're thinking, well, that's like long time away. Well, it is. But at the same time, I'm constantly thinking about what can we put in our goodie bag? Um, I've ordered sample books because they have some great prices on some things that I think would be great to give away. And so all of that's going on in my head for that ministry. But with our student ministry, you know, just take the time. Again, a lot of it is just being intentional and spending some time thinking about 
this whole new year that's coming up and writing those things and looking looking at them. Yeah. Now, there's some other areas that we want to talk about kind of briefly, but they're important. We've talked about, you know, making a shift in our teaching. And so at this point of the year, if you're at the end of the year, beginning of a new one, maybe you have a break or of a week or two um, where you're at. I know that we don't have anything the week in between Christmas and New Year's, and that's how a lot of churches operate. You want to evaluate your teaching. Spend some time thinking about, okay, are we headed in the right direction? Is this connecting with our students? Is this valuable for our students? Am I doing a good job? You know, all of those type of things. And if we'll do that, then it may indicate, okay, yeah, I'm on the right track. Uh, Because, you know, sometimes we're not. (laughs) And that's okay. I mean, it's okay for us to to make shifts. And we've got an episode that we talk about that. Uh, But I think that we also need to evaluate our personal personal lives, where we're at spiritually, individually, uh, take some time there. We may have drifted. Um, it's a real easy thing to do. And so again, the, the new year, it's a great time to get reconnected to in your, your quiet time, your reading plan, what you're looking at, what you're spending time with, but then also with your family. Now, I don't think we talk about this one honestly enough, Um, You may have spent your whole year, 2023, investing in your students and not investing enough in your in your own family, your wife, your kids. Um, You know, there's a lot of things that we talk about first and last that that hit our family. I know that this was my daughter's last semester in school. And so we're we're evaluating that. We went to the concert, uh, Christmas concert at Central Baptist College, knowing this is the last one, the last time that she will sing with these people. Um, we, she had her last singer's trip up here at, at our church. And, and so a lot of those last, and it was kind of weighing a little heavy on me. Have I invested enough in her in this time? You know, She's got a, a job and she's probably never going to live at home the same way that she ever did before. And so you, you ask a lot of those questions and you should, you should evaluate your personal, where you're at spiritually and evaluate even where you're at with your family and what's going on. And so anything you want to add in that area, Chris? I I think those are, those are great thoughts. You know, like we've said in previous episodes, I don't think we need to be afraid to pivot. um, If, if we feel like the, um, that's, that's what's necessary. And when I say feel like, I, I, I don't mean that just, down in our gut. I mean that in a prayerful sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so again, I, I don't think we need to abandon plans that we've previously made, when, especially when it comes to teaching God's word, um, just because we ourselves are, are tired of it um, yeah. or, or we're <laughs> ready to move on. So, you know, we need to be careful there. And, and hopefully um, any kind of planning that we do uh, is certainly done with in prayer. Uh, with with the Lord's with the Lord's guidance, and and so if if we make plans now, and we really sense the Lord leading us in a in a good direction, um, and we and we we say that and we believe that, well, it doesn't mean that the Lord doesn't change his he can't change directions, but it does mean that six months from now we should be able to look back and say, you know what, we prayed about this, and I sought counsel about this, and I I believe there's wisdom in that. So, you know, in other words, if you make a change. Uh, that's certainly, a, this is now a good time to think about that. But I would also just add, don't do it alone. Go, go to somebody that you trust. Even, even if, if, it, if somebody that's not in your church, but you just a trusted friend, um, a, a brother or your, your wife, 
you know, a family member, whoever, and just say, Hey, look, you know, here's what I've been doing. And, you know, I felt at peace about this, but I kind of sense the Lord leading us in a different direction. Uh, and here's why, what do you think? And would you mind praying with me about it? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think now is a great time to just ask that question. And like you said, Dan, to, to evaluate. Well, there is one final area that I want to mention, and it is something that I do a horrible job at. And so, you know, confession is good for the soul. So here we go. <laughs> um, as you are at the end of a year, looking at the new one, of course, there are all these ministry things that you have to take care of, things that you have to think about, you have to even evaluate, and how are you doing? But it's it's kind of a twofold thing. Number one, make sure you plan your vacation. For those of you who are full-time, that work with your church, and you are a vocational minister, make sure that you're spending time away with your, your wife, with your kids, with those people you love and you care about so that you can take care of you. And I don't do that. I look at vacations as, well, if I got time, I'll take a couple of days off here or there. And I'm horrible about it. And I've always been that way. Uh, It's just like, you know what? I'm not that valuable. I can be replaced. I need to be replaced because one, it, it allows people that opportunity to grow when you're not there. Uh, but so take some time. It doesn't even have to be a big trip. It just means that you have planned your vacation. You've said, okay, this week, after you've lined out all these other calendar events, you you say, all right, I'm going to be gone here. Now, you don't have to, that doesn't have to be in concrete. But for me, I've never been good at doing this. So I need to start there. The other thing, besides a vacation, which would be something to invest in your family um, and yourself, is you need to look at growth opportunities for the next year. Uh, there are a lot of great um, conferences that that are out there in the future. You can look for them if you need suggestions. I know Chris and I have a couple right off the top of our heads. Uh, I, I would anyway. I believe you'd agree. Uh, number one is, of course, the Sing Conference. Uh, the Sing Conference put on by the Gettys is just beyond Great. I mean, it, and it is not specifically a youth ministry thing, but it is theology. It is worship. It will feed your soul. It'll make you a better minister. The second is, of course, the Student Ministry Workers Retreat, a little self-promotion there. <laughs> it's in September, and it is an opportunity to come to, to meet and to share. And so and there are a lot of other ones that are out there, um, and those are both in the fall. You may be looking at the the spring. I don't know what sort of budget you have for that or what you your personal or your church budget is for it, but you need to spend some time growing. Uh, we don't want to ever just stop because we've graduated. And whether you've just gotten your bachelor's or you've gotten your master's, or yeah, that is not the sign for you to stop reading. And so you want to look at growth opportunities. And kind of included in that is, all right, what books am I going to think about reading over this next year? And so it may be, again, personal um, growth. It may be about ministry. And if you're looking for suggestions, we've got plenty Um, And we've talked about those on this podcast as well. But, you know, today we've talked about those things you need to think about for the next year. Anything else that you want to add, Chris? I I agree with you on those last points. Um, I think personal development is is uh, something that we should plan and budget for. Yeah, Uh, I believe that that personal rest and rejuvenation is also something that should be uh, high on our priority list. Uh, And I would say on that note, 
when it comes to planning your vacation, that that can be an that that is oftentimes an uncomfortable situation, um, mm-hmm. and it and it can be that that discomfort can be accentuated based off different situations that we're that we're in. In other words, like you know, churches have different opinions when it comes to. Um, vacation and sort of thing. So I would say, make sure that whatever you plan there is in coordination with your uh, senior pastor, your lead pastor, if if you are a youth pastor, and that it. And, and I would and I would do so very with with great humility, and 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 also with plenty of time to to plan it. So in other words, if if you wait till two weeks before you want to go somewhere to make that plan, that's <laughs> not going to sit well with. No. Um, your pastor, most likely, and it's also not going to be the best for you because one, you 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 don't have enough time to really plan the way that you it deserves. So there's a lot of freedom in the fact that, like, you know what? If if you can pick out a week in or, or just a few days or a couple or an overnight or whatever, and you can do so three six months in advance, eight months, even twelve months in advance, and you just have it on the calendar, and you look forward to it, you anticipate it, you plan for it, you save for it. I mean, there's a lot of freedom in that discipline because then when you, when that day comes, that week comes, you don't have this, this, uh, this, this sort of shame that is holding over you of, oh man, I, you know, I, I kind of jetted out of there quick, you know, <laughs> this is planned like yeah. part of yeah. it. And, and you can tell people with, with some sincerity that, you know, I'm, I'm going to be out this week. And so my phone is going to be on do not disturb, or it's going to be off. I won't have it. I'll be. And then you can make appropriate plans there. So I would just say yes and amen to that. Make sure that uh, you do it with great humility and with uh, great planning and, and and do it do it well. Do it well for yourself. Do it well for your family. You know, do it in an excellent way. Don't let that that part of your ministry, because uh, it is a part of your ministry. Don't don't let it just slide by as if it's no big deal. Plan for it like you would like you're planning for camp. And uh, and even more so. So, yeah, I, I think that's a great stuff. Um, it is it is a lot of stuff to think about as you finish up 2023 and look forward to 2024. But don't think of this as a burden or something that you have to take on. Uh, we're not giving you homework. We're trying to help you ask some questions so that as you end up going into the new year, you're just going to be a little bit more free to do the ministry that God has called you to. Mm -hmm. We want to love on students. We want to care about them. We want to think about the new year because it's important and because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.